I remember living in Chicago and games starting at noon just always felt so much more natural than one o'clock. Like noon's a much more, because it's midday, you know, one o'clock is sort of, I feel like a compromise, but I All think right. noon makes can a lot you, of sense. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. What inspired your total and utter fealty to this ridiculous Yahoo production bar? That's right. You're the biggest Kevin Bar guy in the league, I feel like. I love the Kevin No, bar. what do you mean? I don't I You're like, always like declaring, oh, this person has no chance. This person still has a chance. You you hope I like Kevin Barr more than you'll admit. No, but the, the Kevin Barr is useful when it's like above 90%. But when it's below, anything below 90% is like potentially winnable. As I mean, Tani, like, as Tani uh, unfortunately found out this week. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like if you're above 90%, then you're probably going to win. But if you're below 90%, then like you have a shot you have a shot like if you've got aaron jones going against the detroit lions you know you got a shot <laughs> someone should do a study like on the kevin bar kevin bar 90 percent. what percentage do these teams win i'd be curious to see that i have it i can if you give me a second i could pull up when it's pre-game above 50 percent um, I could pull it up. Yeah, but pregame above fifty percent is not that. I'm talking about like in game when you're like going into Monday. Yeah, I know. I, I don't have that, um, but I can see. I mean, Kevin, the Kevin Bar is named after you. Presumably, uh, you're the one who should be doing the. <laughs> yeah, I know. I really out, but... Joey, Joey studies everything. Joey came up with, came to me with some uh, uh, dollar value for each player, calculated the inflation rate. That's something that I thought about doing like ten years ago. But I uh, never did. But Joey actually did it. So congrats, Joey. Thank you. Oh, can't tell the percentage. Just like do with the spread. It's only because he doesn't have a job and he's already seen every single movie that's ever existed in the history of the 20th century. I have a job and I'm watching all these movies. But Brahim Habaim to the Kaful podcast, the only podcast for everybody on the show that's that's in the league. Sorry to you with your one-on-one record, Kevin. But the, the two Kaful members of the show are still undefeated. Um, one by merit and one by uh, lack of good opponents. <laughs> I mean, if we really, if we really wanted to make this a podcast where we invited people who were undefeated by lack of good opponents, we'd have invited the person who played against two Adlers in weeks one and weeks two. And weeks two. <laughs> we have that in the agenda. Uh, but Kevin, we're, you're here because you lived with Tani. Um, you've studied his ways. Uh, yeah. You know what it's like. And you have to wake up for a 4 a.m. shift tomorrow. And it is nine o'clock. Um, as of now, Christian McCaffrey still has not scored where he didn't score. So, no, I'm feeling, yet. Um, so I'm feeling pretty good. Um, Kevin, tell us, tell us how you feel about Tani's, um, Tani's collapse. Yeah, Tani's collapse. I, uh, I texted him, what was it, uh, like right before the Monday night game, and he said he had DeAndre Swift and 20 against Aaron Jones, I think. 21. 21. Yeah, I said, you know, good luck, whatever. Actually, I don't think I said anything. I had Aaron Jones, and my Kevin Barr was at 30%. You don't just call it a bar? What? You don't just call it a bar? No, I (laughs) call it a bar. No, because for me, it was was just the percentage. And then you guys started calling it the Kevin bar. So now I call it the Kevin bar. But no one in my league knows what the Kevin bar is. So I just have to call it the percentage. I have a a question, Kevin. Mm -hmm. When you have a pizza, do you call it my Kevin's pizza? Like when you have when, when you have a you, car, you, you are you are you in Kevin's, Kevin's apartment? Bar. <laughs> yeah, you call it my Kevin's apartment. So why is it my Kevin's bar? It should just be my bar. Uh, it's yeah, it's uh, it's a good point. I don't know. 
I don't know. That's that's a good point. Also, my league is not fun. Like your league, there's no like there's smack talk, but it's like it's not it's not fun. We don't have a podcast. Not Guys, as much opportunity. So I'm looking. Um, so for my spreadsheet, it just takes up so much um, memory on my computer that when it's running, it just runs really slow. So uh, my brother told me that I could like that Oracle has free um, space. Like you could just use their cloud space and hopefully that make it go faster. So I opened it and I just had no idea what I was looking at. Like I, I literally didn't even know the first click to make. But then this guy calls me today. He's like, hey, I noticed you have like an Oracle free trial. Um, can I help you with this and that? And I'm like, listen, I opened it. I have no idea what was going on. I kind of got scared and quit. And he's like, well, why don't, you, why don't you tell me what you're trying to do? And I'm like, I have a spreadsheet of every stat in the history of my fantasy football league. And he's like, oh, I've never heard of that before. I'm in. So he says he's going to call me next week and help me set it up. And he's like, how you feel about tonight's game? I got like DJ Moore. And I said like, oh, I got Brandon Cooks, but not sure how I feel about it. And he's like, yeah, with Davis Mills, it's kind of a big wild card. Like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, oh, wow. So like, he really, uh, he's really a fan. Uh, so real luck of the draw there. Uh, hopefully so. Did I, did, I, did I ever tell you my Nathan Lauer security clearance story? No, but I also have security clearance stories. So go ahead. Yeah, but we Kevin, have a timeline with Kevin. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin does four AM shift, so like, let's it, be mindful. It's okay, I, I have a bit of time. I'll let you guys know when when I'm when it's running late. So continue. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if Kevin knows Nathan Lauer. I don't know. He went to Maryland. Uh, yeah. Yeah, to Dashi, right? Dashi. Yeah. 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 Nathan. Ta- uh, so, uh, Kevin lived with Nathan's co-gabi, Tani Levitt. Yes, I did. And Tani's performance in fantasy is much like his performance at Minion in that he didn't show up. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Nathan Nathan was getting security clearance for his job, and um, I was his roommate at the time, so he put me down as one of his contacts. And um, someone from the FBI called me um, to talk about Nathan, and we spent probably like 70% of the call just bashing the Cleveland Browns. Because nice. um, Nathan is like an unholy Cleveland Browns fan, and this guy also thought that it was problematic that this person he was potentially giving security clearance to was a Cleveland Browns fan. Especially Alas, back then, I think he got security clearance in the end. What? Especially back then. Oh yeah, they were terrible back then. It was, they were they were a disaster. But um, but yeah, but no, it was um, it was funny. There were two things that he we spoke about. So about the Cleveland Browns for a while, and then he asked me at the end of the call. He said. Um, do you know anything that we could blackmail Nathan with? And I was like, no. And he was like, no, literally like anything. Like you have to tell me, like if there's anything in the world that we could blackmail, like stretch out your mind, anything in the world that we could blackmail Nathan with. Like, just tell me. Do you know about his Livius? I I do know about that. But um, no, I suggested that they kidnap his wife. What? what? What is that? Sounds interesting. It's like if they. I was like, I was like, you, I was like, if you kidnap his wife, you could probably blackmail him. Not from Levius. <laughs> oh, remember when you were super from coming back from a tip? Didn't you used to have a thing you needed to marry a, a like a bot lady? And that's still my. That's it's that's still okay. that's still an obligation. I plan he, on working the base he, of Megdish one day. Just wanted to make sure. He still is super from. <laughs> Joey is still the frumest guy that I know. Even when Joey's hooking up with Christians, he makes sure that they go to Bible studies. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, now that happened, I, I have a girlfriend, a Jewish girlfriend, Baruch Hashem. Uh, anyway, moving on to Tani. Kevin, mm-hmm. um, so we've talked about Tani's loss. We talked about how he had 21 going into Monday Night Football, which I think also brings up sort of an 
in an academic discussion of so Tani had Derrick Henry as a super game and Jesse had Aaron Jones as a super game in their matchup. So do you think it really matters that Derrick Henry was a 4 p.m. on Sunday time slot and Aaron Jones Monday night time slot? Because it's really the same game. And when the game started, sort of arbitrary. So do you think that really matters for how close the game is when the actual big game takes place? Hmm, that's uh, it's a tough question. You mean like in terms of the Kevin bar or? No, in terms of Kevin bar, obviously makes a difference. I mean, just like when we're recapping Tani's collapse, right? It was only that close because he had a monster game from Derrick Henry and Derrick Henry's game just by sheer luck happened before Aaron Jones's game. Yeah, I think that's- So can he really, so is, would Jesse's, would Jesse's claim that Derrick Henry fucked him be just as valid as saying Aaron Jones fucked Tani? Or Peg Tani, as we might say in our league. Last and it was Monday night, I think that just makes it, you know, worse, like if Derek, you know what I mean? The, the fact that Jones was last, it was a game by himself. I think that kind of, uh, that kind of screwed him over the most. Like Derek Henry coming back, yeah, that was fine though. If Derek Henry were on Monday night and then Jones was on, was on a later Monday night, you know, it would be a bit different. Does that sort of answer the question? I'm trying to articulate. Ezra, you got a thought? Uh, yeah, Tani's a fucking loser, and he blew it for the second week in a row. Is he owned too? He, he's, he's the, he's the, he has the second highest points for in the entire league, and he's owned too. Cause, but he is, because he is, sixth he's had all the good karma for points. years, and but listen, he's had, he's had, he's had the, all the good karma for years, and it's time for all the bad karma that he's brought all on himself by still calling himself fantasy grandmaster Tani Levis, despite not having won anything of worth since before the worldwide pandemic, right? He, <laughs> he just, had the worst team in the league last year, and he still calls himself the grandmaster. Grand yeah, he's got to he's tell me. And you know what? He's, he, has tied for the wor- he has tied for the worst record in the league this year. So fuck Tani. Uh-huh. Go, go back and uh, go back to your, like, missing the playoff last place hole. You know, <laughs> I know you have Derrick Henry. But uh, but I think you uh, I think you need to start realizing that um, that the only thing good about you is the name that you didn't even give yourself. But he does have a bounce back week because he gets he's against Gavi and Gavi, like I know it's early, but he does have the worst team in the league. Uh, so Tani, uh, so Kevin, I shared my screen. What do you think about oh, Tani's, yeah. Tani's team on the left? Well, first off, fuck Tani for not appearing on this podcast. I thought he's uh, one of the hosts, or has he been replaced? We'll see what happens. We'll see how we'll see how you guys do in your trial run. Uh-huh. We're we're shopping around. <laughs> All right, next, uh, hmm, Mahomes, Diggs. Are you t- your ten teams right? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, the team it looks okay. I don't think he should be in. I mean, if he is, he has the most points. No, second most yeah. points. Eh, it's hard to believe. I would say his team probably <laughs> average. I don't think it's that great, but it's definitely not bad. Right, especially compared to this team on the right. Yeah, the team on the right doesn't look that good. And also, why does he have a backup tight end? It's it, it's like someone that hasn't played fantasy before. What is he doing? He's trying to shop Dallas Goddard, but I don't. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know why he has Dallas Goddard. And we'll, we'll show you Ezra's team. Ezra's currently the pacing the league. Um, he had the most week one points ever. What's Ooh, your name? It's like me. And his Kevin Bar is already above one forty, which is pretty egregious. Um, let me show you his team. He's got this Wilson. Um, Wilson Lockett connection. I hate Edmonds, but other than that, the team. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know if I like this team so much. I mean, I mean, listen, you may not like it, but I, I <laughs> first in the league and scored the most points by a mile. So, the numbers you know, don't lie. I don't know. One one of us on this podcast is actually two of us on this podcast are two and zero, and neither of them are you. So I don't know. If I am two and zero. I'm not in your league, but I am two and zero. Oh, you are two and zero. I am. Yeah, I had Aaron Jones. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, but you, right. I thought you said you were one and one. No, I uh, I'm two and zero just because I had Jones. Crazy thing. I'm not really trying to tank, but basically, long story short, I won four of the past five years. I'm afraid my league mates are going to kick me out. So it's not that I'm trying to tank, but I tried some new draft strategy. And I'm actually in first place by like a, a long shot. So What's my, the new strategy? I spent like 60 bucks on Mahomes. I've never had Mahomes. I've never had a good tight end. So I spent a ton of money on Mahomes and Waller to basically stop myself from streaming and just you know, spend less time in fantasy, but I'm actually doing extremely well. So it's kind of backfiring. Well, Holmes and Waller are both really good. I don't know why it's backfiring. Like you still want no, to win. No, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, but I just don't want, it's not that I, I don't really want to win this year. I really, am, I'm really afraid they're going to kick me out. Like these people, I'm not really friends with them so much. <laughs> You're just taking their money and you want to stop. They're, they're like the basketball team in high school. It's like half the basketball team is in this league. I get, I don't know how I got in in ninth grade. I'm not really friends with these people. <laughs> but yeah it's really really crazy and you just want to quit dunking on them it's like i was uh, i was in philadelphia for first day circus and somehow i found myself playing a game of horse with this 11 year old on an eight foot six inch hoop so my first shot was i literally just dunked it <laughs> and like i let him take the layup <laughs> and then he ended up shutting me out but for one shining moment i just dunked on that 11 year old <laughs> So this this league that you hate, Kevin. How do you communicate with them? Like, do you have like a Facebook group? Do you have a WhatsApp? Like, how a do you podcast? communicate with these people? How do how do I communicate with my league mates? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a WhatsApp, like a WhatsApp group, group, but it's it's a lot of trash talk. But I'm a, I'm thinking the trash talk is serious. Like they're making fun of people's sisters, moms making fun that someone's wife couldn't get pregnant. Like it's what? really, really bad. I can't go I can't go It's really bad. It's really, really bad. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, and you no, said no, the, no. you said the craziest thing is that someone spent $80 on Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, that so that guy, yeah, that guy, hey, he he thinks he's good. He spends a lot of time in the league, but he's not that good. But he's actually the person I'm, I'm most friendly with. But yeah. Last year, the same guy spent 65 on Andy Dalton. So he doesn't really know what Fab is so much. <laughs> He's also the same guy that hoards all of his auction money and spends $2 on, on like 10 players. Yeah, he, he's that guy. <laughs> but I he have can a question. get his wife pregnant, I a, hopefully. I have, a, I have a question. Joey, based on this information, how many, peop- how many people in our – based on this information that Kevin just said about his league, how many people in our league do you think would be able to win four out of five years if we replaced Kevin? Oh, I think Kevin, I, I, I think Kevin pays the most attention in his league to the football stuff, but like, there's also a huge element of luck. Like Kevin, how many think you should have won? If you, if you play the last five years, a hundred times, how many think you end up winning on average? Um, I think I'm like pretty good at it. I would say actually, uh, I mean, the Alvin Kamara six touchdown game, in the finals helped me, but I also had Jeff Wilson and all these other guys. Uh, Jeff Wilson, go to hell. 
Yeah, it's funny because the other guy picked up. It was the the week that Zeke got hurt and Le'Veon Bell started, and I had zero Fab dollars, and he took them all. And whatever, I still won. No, I really don't think it was luck. I think also the one year I didn't win, I that was five five times as luck. It's like when Tani went undefeated, um, Yamach Shemov is a hero. Um, he he had the best team certainly, but he only he like like I ran the numbers. He had like a ten percent chance of going undefeated. So like ten percent still pretty high. Remember that name. Um. Uh, you can't beat this. Yeah, yeah. It was something stupid before. Oh, it was um, Macho mm-hmm. Man Tom Cabbage before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you thought about? Have you thought, Kevin? Have you thought about changing the name in your in your WhatsApp for your league to Fantasy Grandmaster Kevin Rychek? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, that would that would probably get me kicked out. Like to start <laughs> here last year or this year, I put my team name as like four trophies, just four trophy emojis. And they got really annoyed. I don't know. They're probably messing with yeah, me. Yeah, you, know? you, you should have done, done, done something less, like make fun of their wives for not being able to get pregnant. That's a lot, that's a lot, a lot better. Yeah, now I make fun of them for having erectile dysfunction because I'm a, a student a in neurology. Yeah, yeah. Dick, now my team logo, my team name is Dick Doc, eggplant emoji, like water drops emoji, and trophy emoji. Like there's shoes <laughs> all over the trophy, which is fine. Have you jizzed all over the trophy? Uh, we don't, so we don't have a trophy. That's the crazy part. What I did was I took a picture of me like holding all the money and like smoking, like I rolled up like a hundred dollar bill, like smoking it, but they didn't really appreciate it though. Like one guy responded. Honestly, our league wouldn't appreciate it either. It was uh, 200 bucks. So our league doesn't like, our league doesn't like when winners taunt, as you could tell by the ass casts of paltry ratings. <laughs> did you listen to the ass cast? Tony, Tony. Tani still maintains it's the best piece of journalism he's ever done in his life, which I don't know what that says about his journal- journalism he's done in the past. Did you oh. listen to it, Ezra? What? Of course I haven't listened to it. <laughs> why, would the... I listen, why would I listen? To, why would I listen to it? And that's the way we should it? keep it. But let's 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 move on. Do you have any good Shabbos, Ezra? Or this this week we'll skip good Shabbos because of because you're on the show. Ezra hates good Shabbos. <laughs> Yeah, I despise, I despise good Shabbos. I want all Shabbos to be miserable Shabbos. Cold, rainy, right? I don't want all the doctors who are working in the hospital not enjoying Shabbos. I feel like they're missing out. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, yeah. All right, Kevin, you have any Sukkot highlights? Sukkot highlights? Nah, I mean, I worked, uh, what was it? All the days were blending together. I worked Tuesday and I got off Wednesday. Um, no, honestly, I don't even know if they're going to give me off next week. Are you staying in? Kevin is currently in Chicago. Yeah, I'm doing a one month rotation uh, back in Joey's neck of the woods, right? I, I guess. No I don't realize I'm so Chicago it's, it's, it's crazy. Your downtown's dangerous. Yeah, what I do is I run to the hospital every morning. It takes me like three, four minutes though, but. You're like, lucky it's so flat. Yeah, that is true. But multiple people have stopped. Like I just run past them. Luckily, no one, no one ran after me. It's really crazy. You don't have Khalil Mack just chasing you down the street, hunting yeah. you down. Oh my god! He's it's crazy. like you know that commercial where like um, James Harrison only gets paid if he sacks this like random dad. <laughs> you just have Khalil Mack chasing you around downtown Chicago, like you're on one side of the bean trying to like navigate position so he doesn't take you down. Uh, right, Ezra, you got that, maybe, highlights. Maybe, 
Maybe, maybe, maybe Khalil Mack chasing someone around is the sacko punishment. We should give to Tani when his team finishes tenth in the league for the second year in a row. Tani already has a bad back, which makes sense because he's spineless. Why does he have a bad back? Yeah, but I heard that. Huh. I heard, I heard, he he like goes to physical therapy a lot Khalil, for his bad back, like for years. I hear that Khalil Mack sacking you. Maybe it won't make your back better, but I heard it also hurts your ego, and I think he needs. But I think he needs that more than I worry about his back. Well, Aaron Jones already heard his ego enough. Has we got any Sukkah stories? Um, yeah, I had, we had a, I had a big uh, from Fuffle uh, from Fuffle fight. Okay. I had, I had the one fight that turned into three different iterations of the same fight. What do you mean by fight? Um, Was it to end up with? Well, you can't get your wife pregnant. <laughs> you so. try, I think you should. I think you should try telling the people in your league, uh, Kevin, that. Uh, that you're that they're impotent and see how they react. <laughs> so you are as barren as Sarah Imeno. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to think that like just yeah. because like stories from the Torah from all the Imahot, I just thought like all women were barren. Oh. And then then I find out that there's teen pregnancies. Big shock to me. I <laughs> 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 um, um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch that with a ten foot pole. Nor should you. But Ezra, um, you got into from Fuffle fights. Yeah, yeah. So we, I got into a bunch of uh, a bunch of large fights about uh, correcting laners in Shul. It was. Uh, it turns into it turns into quite the quite the existential uh, discussion. All right. Um. Um. Because um, I was in I was in uh, I was in synagogue, and um, there was someone who was uh, laning, and they uh, forgot a word. Which is like, as far as laning mistakes go, like you know, maybe people, maybe some people don't care about laning mistakes, but as far as laning mistakes go, forgetting a word is a pretty big one. How do you forget um, a word? It's written. Well, they, they they skipped over it. They did not read the word. Okay. Um, and and um and the gabayim did not correct the person who did not read the word, and um the audience quite is this a youth minion or a main minion? Youth minion. Okay. Um. I mean, and, that makes uh, sense. The audience, well, yeah, and the the audience quite vociferously corrected the this like the, poor the, fourteen year old child. <laughs> yeah, and exactly, and it's so possible he didn't skip it; just his voice cracked while he said it. This poor kid. <laughs> no, he definitely skipped it, um, and so the, it inspired a lot of. Uh, I got into a lot of debates with people over over uh, over Chag about whether that was the appropriate or inappropriate thing to do, and that was probably the most eventful thing that happened over Sukkot. Which side of the debate were you on? In, oh, I, I I personally, I mean, you could probably guess, but I personally believe that if someone skips a word and like a biome don't correct it, then the person should be corrected. Listen, it's right? not. It's, it's the minor leagues. It's yeah, but it's the it's it's the minor. It's, listen, I think that there are different. Ezra, frankly, you shouldn't be there. It should be if a mistake was made, <laughs> but you are too nearly thirty years old to hear it. Doesn't make a sound. Yeah, I mean, people 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 said that to me too. That's one of the arguments that people made as well. There were many arguments. Trust me, <laughs> I've had every single iteration of argument one can possibly have over over uh, over over Sukkot. I I the, the, it, it has been argued out, um, but you know. I um, I definitely I've definitely graduated into being the curmudgeonly old man who says, you know, back in my day, the gabayan corrected mistakes like that. I'm like, yeah, there's some selective memory because I was a gabay. But um, the um, but no, I was thinking about this. I've been I've been davening at that minion for well over half of my life. I've been davening at that minion for 17 years of my life. 
I, the rule of thumb is as long as Tali Kozlowski, Nay Brown goes there, you're allowed to go there. Well, she was there, so. But she's literally 30. So I don't, I don't know about that yeah. rule anymore. <laughs> Does she just plan on like I mean, sort of gradually like landing her yeah. way until Erez is 14? Yeah. So like he's going there on his own merit. So she's just like the parent going with her son. Is that her plan? Well, I think the, I think I think the problem is that um, one of the things that's always been true of KMS, and I, I apologize, Kevin, that you're learning a lot about our synagogue now, is that by far the most disliked minion is the main adult minion. Well, like, the main it's adult not minion, even close. it does suck. Kevin's yeah. from Woodmere. Young so, from Woodmere main minion slaps. The main one? Yeah, the young- there's too much. T- I mean, I like talking in the back. But there's a lot of talking. At one point, the president had to go back and shush. <laughs> what was that David Deutsch story? Like David Deutsch, like shush the guy back <laughs> because he was talking. Really? <laughs> yeah. uh, that's really funny. I would have loved to see that. Wait, Ezra, I'm curious. What is your? Do you just get up from the crowd and say, "Hey, hey"? Like, what do you do? No, no. So, he just so, boos so, them, uh, like as if the Balkari no, yelled over "Come on." So the pasuk was Okay, so oh, that's the, a pasuk the, from um, the the Gabi Brick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so the 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 laner read and skipped the word tazo and finished the aliyah. That was the last pasuk. And finished the aliyah, and the guy was about to say. The, like the bracha for any oh. alia and like half oh, of the see so make them all get back dead. on the field you're like the oakland raiders <laughs> no, <laughs> who thought so they scored a touchdown the they all no, shake hands you have to go back onto the field was it the last it alia like <laughs> it's hagva you're like hey put decision. that back down <laughs> split second vision that half the crowd just said ta'azov like half the crowd just said ta'azov right and then the Gabayim looked at the Pasuk and they were like, oh yeah, you forgot the word Tazov. And the kid went back and read the Pasuk and said the word Tazov in the Pasuk. You're like that Eagles fans that throw batteries at the ref for missing a call. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it's the same. I don't think it's quite the same. You just, listen, do, are refs perfect? No, but you just got to go with the calls they make. You can talk to them after. They have their official reviews. I feel like you just killed that kid's confidence. You know, he's going to feel badly about himself, never going to ask a girl out. He's going to be, you know, you sent him down a path of just underachieving. He will now be impotent. He will now be impotent. Probably not. As some, I mean, as someone who has laned and has had people shout out corrections at my laning before, I can tell you that I've never asked a girl out. No, yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> uh, no, no. I mean, like, seriously, like, come on. Like, I mean, I think that, um, I think that uh, we're, we're, there's a pretty close correlation between you can't correct a kid's laning because it ruins his self-confidence mm-hmm. and no one wins and every kid gets a participation trophy. Huh. No, right? I think, I think laning is very much a participation trophy kind of thing. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm all against that. Today I got yelled at. I almost burnt a patient's dick while getting a vasectomy. I didn't though. I almost did, and the, the guy yelled at me because I wasn't careful. But so, no, now I, I know. Did, so creating, I think you did a, a unit, <laughs> castrating, castrating a patient, <laughs> thereby committing malpractice, <laughs> is a bit higher stakes. We're getting the word tazo. Yeah, dealing, dealing yeah, with penis. Sure, no one, no one, 
no one yelled at this kid. They just said the word Tazdov. It just happened to be that a lot of people said the word Tazdov at once. <laughs> Listen, I remember my first Hagma ever. I didn't realize that the Bima had that like little hump at the end. So I was just trying to drag it over. And then like, I kind of lost my balance a little bit, but I didn't drop the Torah. I, I did not fast 40 days. But then, you know, yeah. I studied the tape. I asked Jason to help me out. And he like said, oh, you got to lift it. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I got it. You know, I improved in the future. But like, people weren't booing me. <laughs> yeah, no one booed this kid either. <laughs> they just said the word Tazo. All right. But on the topic of Sukkot and Torah, I was in Philadelphia. And I found out, do you know the origin of why Kohelet is called Kohelet? The school? Yeah. I do not. Um, because... Someone who founded the school's name was Shlomo. No, it's some donor. I guess like he's a Baal Shuva, and part of his Kiruv journey was like an attachment to the book of Kohelet. So he's like, oh, I'm going to name the school Kohelet. Which, listen, there's 24 books of Tanakh. Most of them are just first names. But even so, Kohelet has got to be top three worst. <laughs> Is that Kohelet? Kohelet? So you're teaching, name you're teaching these second graders vanity of vanities? The whole world is vanities? Just nothing new under yeah. the sun? Yeah, it's a great message for students. You're not special. You're not special. None of us are special. Right? Except for Sonny, who's the worst and specially bad. But other than that, none of us are special. Um, but I was in Philadelphia, and I told you I was dunking on this one kid, but I was practicing on LCQ. Yeah. Um, what play was I practicing with my niece and nephews, uh, an NFL play. Hmm. The butt- yeah, waggle. <laughs> nice. I did practice on play action. I, my niece already knew a button hook. She said like, oh, you throw on my fourth step, I catch on my sixth step. Like I was pretty impressed with that. Um, I was teaching them RPOs where I have like one of, I switch off like, so like my nephew will be on defense and like, it'll be me and my niece and like, I'll keep the ball, see who he targets and then they'll do the Lamar Jackson. Um, and it was honestly a lot of fun. So if you're ever playing with children, um, I recommend playing RPOs. I usually just correct their laning. I don't really play with them very much. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Ezra, what's your, what's your class of 2010 reunion thing? Oh, so, um, I mean, I don't, actually, Kevin might appreciate this because it was almost all University of Maryland people. But um, there was a huge uh, contingent. There's a huge contingent of, uh, of class of 2010 people around for Sukkot, including Max Cohen and his oh. friend brother Sam oh. Cohen. Friend of the pod. Yeah. And their wives. Um, and um, and it's, uh, it's been very exciting because a lot of people flew from all over the world, including Nathan Wasserman, who flew in all by himself from Seattle. Not very net zero. Just for the opportunity. Yeah, not very net zero at all. Though my mom was on the was on the first episode of the second season of the Net Zero Missions podcast, so you should do that. Did you listen? Can you recommend? Um, I did not listen, and um, I can recommend though because my mom is pretty cool. But I did not listen to the podcast. Shouts to moms. Um, but uh, yeah, but um, but um, it was quite fun, um, and um, his wife is like a hundred percent definitely like there's no way in hell not a russian spy <laughs> that's like, what that's that's funny that's the when i saw that picture that's the first thing i thought wait oh like, Max like Co- not Nathan Max wife. No, Max. no 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 max like i love max to death 
and I love his wife too. She's really, really lovely. But let me tell you a story of a person, and then you tell me whether or not um, you think this person is a spy, okay? This person was born and raised in Russia. Their family is close to Putin. In fact, their father served on the Russian Supreme Court. Oh. After um, Russia took back Crimea from Ukraine, this, their family bought a villa in Crimea on the Black Sea, where they currently live, right? This person moved from Russia to Israel when they were 17, speaks fluent English, Hebrew, Russian, and French, like fluent, um, and works in computer security and is married to someone who works in computer security. Now... I don't know. I don't know. Why would a Russian <laughs> spy leave Russia so early? Because, I mean, how do you, you think they just come when they're like 45 and they're just like, oh, yes, I'm new here. I'm definitely not a spy. Like, no. Yeah. Vladimir, Vladimir Putin, when he was in high school, he knocked on the door of the KGB and he said, how do I work here one day? And they're like, we don't know what you're talking about. We're just the building. And then they're like, but, but study law. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he did and then he joined the kgb so that's how you do it <laughs> they don't, well, they don't, they don't accept high schoolers and then they they watch you in college they're all, they're according all to this podcast I to becoming to. a spy they're all different tasks to becoming a spy right i never thought that some of them would involve marrying max cohen but you know <laughs> honestly max cohen is a good cover because i'm not sure he'd realize <laughs> <laughs> like uh... Yo, 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 you got Vladimir Putin on Skype. That's legit. And then, you know, just go back to yeah. playing guitar, slapping the bass. Um, do you, are yeah. there any other highlights of the 2010 reunion? Shout outs, um, shout outs. Well, well uh, how, how about this? We'll play, we'll play an LCQ, okay? On, on the second night of Sukkot, there were six members of the Berman Hebrew Academy class of 2010, okay? At, uh, at dinner together, okay? Of whom three went to University of Maryland and one of whom is married to someone who went to University of Maryland. Can you name all six members from the Berman class of 2010 who oh, were geez. at this second night Sukho dinner? Joseph Tuckman? No, Joseph Tuckman was not there, but it's a good guess. Nice. I was about to ask how many are Mishpacha. Uh, how many are Mishpacha? Um, one is Mishpacha by marriage. Okay, so Yoni Kozlowski is um, my marriage. And yeah, Yoni Kozlowski is there. And then you. Um, one, and then two other, and then, and then uh, one other person is Mishpacha. All right, you? No, I'm not in the Mishpacha, but I was there, so yes. All right, so you, Yoni Kozlowski, um, Raskas? Nope, Raskas was not there. <laughs> um, dang, who else is in the Mishpacha? Nacho Satakva, not Raskas. Get the low hanging fruit. Who else was there? I've already mentioned their names a bunch. Um, the Cohen brothers. Well, Sam's not. Sam wasn't there. Max was there. Okay, so we're halfway there. Lift on a prayer. Were any female? Um, yes, there was one female. Uh, Tony's a lot better than this one. I forget who's in your grade. You're missing. You're missing an easy UMD person who I've already mentioned. Nathan Kevin, you know. Yeah, Nathan Wasserman. Okay. Still one. Still one female. You're missing one female and one male who did not attend University of Maryland that is not part of the Mishpacha. Is the female also a spy and also went to the University of Maryland? 
No, the female is not also a spy and did not also go to the University of Ireland, though she is very friendly with said spy. Um, okay, so Hannah Ornstein. Is that wild? No. Is that too crazy? That's too crazy. You're right. That's too crazy. That's on me. No, because uh, the, the female's in the mishpacha also. Who's in the mishpacha? Okay, there's no female. There's turrets, Rasgas, Tuckman. Uh, I don't think you're allowed to say all the names. I think we'll have to take down the pod again if you say all uh, the names. Oh, Dina Kretz? Yeah, Dina Kretz is there. Okay, so we're at five. You're missing one. You're missing one more. This is a okay. good friend of yours, Joey Ellis. Jeremy Rosenthal. Yes, very good. I uh, texted him today because um, my girlfriend's roommate works at BCG, and she is like saying our client has a bunch of Kashri questions, so she was asking me. And I'm like, well, I have a friend that like works in your same office that keeps pretty strict kosher. And I'm just kind of hoping it's fine that like, I'm, I'm hoping, I doubt this will happen. But I'm hoping they're like, oh yeah, let's get Rosenthal to answer all our Jew questions. And like, they pull him in. I, I just think that'd be really funny. Like, hey, Jew, get in here. Uh, I mean, they do that to me and my law firm. Your law firm's half, like, does your law firm have like a, a kosher Hanukkah party and like a kosher, do you have a minion every day and like a, a Talmud study class? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so like, they're not pulling in you. They're pulling in all of you. Well, they are, because I, well, no, they're pulling in me because I'm the head of the Jewish Affinity Group. But that is a separate conversation. So shout at Jeremy for not being head of the Jewish Affinity Group at the BCG. Um, <laughs> all right, well, we're getting to the games. Kevin, you're welcome to stick around. Um, but first, a word from our sponsors. What happens when Tani's team is turd? Should he give up, like Jason in an auction, or trade for DJ Moore and go on a run? Does he slink in his defeat, or pray to Super Grover, or find some way to cheat? Continue to brag, or take the high road, or will he explode? One funny Tani story, basically, uh, it was Purim, sophomore year, and Tani was working out his abs for months just so he can look amazing in his Aladdin costume. With and a flower. I, yes. No, it turns out he looked very good. He looked very, very good. Um, and then I pregame with Shimon Epstein called Shim, and we were supposed to go back to my dorm room with Tani. Tani disappears. Next morning, it was like, it was Saturday night. I think it was around Purim time. Next morning, it's like in the af- late afternoon, Tani comes back with a huge grin on his face. Hey, I just hooked up with, but I forgot her name though. I don't know her name. She's part of the bouge. I, I, now, I, 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 I know about? her name. I, I, yeah. I know her name. It's the origin of pulling. Of course I remember Kevin. Wait, well, what's her name? I'll put it this way. I don't want to, I don't want to expose her on the pod. Her middle name is Shoshana. Okay. It's okay. Fine. And I was just like, it was the funniest thing. And then like a week later, he started, he started regretting it. <laughs> if you if you bring it up now, I wonder what his response will be. But that was one of the funniest things I've ever experienced living with Tani. Tani pulled. That was a big moment. That was a big moment. <laughs> we still talk about pulling you know, out of you, know, you, know, you know what a good analogy for that story? That's like having the second most points but having two L's. Not just the second most points. Tani had the second most points in a loss ever. This year, two games in, Tani's two games are the second most points in a loss and the 15th most points in a loss in the history of Confuffle. And that's agenda item number one. Agenda item number two is Tani sucks. Number three is Tani sucks. Number four is Tani sucks. Hmm. And then number five, Jesse has a name. 
but he does not have a logo. Kevin, what do you think about Jesse's name? So do you know how we're doing Muppet themes this year? Muppets? Okay. What's his name? His name is, it's not easy being AJ. It's not easy being green? Is, is that? It's not easy being AJ. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. What is that? Who's, who's AJ? What AJ, what AJ NFL players are there? Oh, it's not easy being brown. Oh, no, I don't like that. I don't like that. What are your team names? I'm Gabbert and Ernie. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you. I think it's a very rock solid All-American name. Where's Gabbert now? He still backs up Brady? Yeah, he still backs up Brady. I always do backup quarterbacks. And someone else always does a backup quarterback. Like there's um, um there's um, Mr. Snuffleupagus Farratt, which, listen, Gus Farratt's been retired for like 15 years. Uh, Get out of here. Okay. Ezra, what's your team name? Um, Ezra's King Peepee. Ezra's what? King, King Peepee. King Pepe. I've never King heard Pepe, of that. I know. I've never heard of that one. No, it's Pepe. Pepe, pull up Pepe the King Prawn for him. I will. Like Pepe the Frog? No, Pepe the Prawn. No, I've never this heard is, of this. Frog. Is his logo? It is this Muppet with this um, embellishment. <laughs> okay, interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Which really is the you can't beat this. If Ezra runs the table, you mean Ezra? Ezra's King Pepe with this logo is very <laughs> similar. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, after John Harbaugh went for it on fourth down against the Chiefs last week, I saw like a Ravens Reddit, just like a, a painting of John Harbaugh. And it was just this like Renaissance painting of a man with the most massive balls. <laughs> oh my god! And it's like here's a picture of what the Raven, what like what a Raven looks like, and it's just a Raven with a massive dick. <laughs> and the, the Ravens Reddit had a lot of fun beating the Chiefs, a lot of just pent up impotency speaking um, of dicks did you know i didn't know this that there's an operation to place an implantable penile prosthesis for men with erectile dysfunction and their dicks just become huge it's like a self-pumpable erection there's a pump inside the scrotum they pump it and their dick gets erect and it just does that mean you can that mean you can pop it you cannot pop it unless you unless like you stick a needle in there but no you can't like pop it yourself unless you have like equipment that's why i have a lot of questions but most of them are not pot appropriate uh, pot appropriate however kevin i do have this question mm-hmm. even though it's not pot appropriate but tani's not here are chodes real are chodes real um i don't know about chodes but one thing that they say people of certain races have certain you know what i'm gonna say it's definitely true it's definitely true. that is <laughs> Oh, yeah, that is a King Pepe size pole <laughs> that I am not touching that way. All right. Yeah. But so back you, to so the you, point. You have to figure out, but you, we have to explain what Tani's team name is to him while we're on Dick's team team name. Uh, this is all yours to explain. I'm not endorsing. Um, this is Tani's team. I'm, I'm not endorsing the logic behind it. So Ezra, it's all yours to explain. Also, that logo has been his logo from You Can't Beat This for like years now. Yeah, it's been his logo for That's years he was now. Good. This is my logo. Yeah. Gabbert and Ernie. <laughs> yeah. The pro the Tani is like one of these like old decrepit people who like keep hanging on to the things that worked to 40 years ago but no longer work as they continue going from last place finish to last place Ooh. finish. No, Tani's team is named after Tani's team is named after the penis of a four month old. Is he still only four months old? Three three months old, four months old? I don't know. Not that old. He's been four three, months old for like five years old? now. He should be no, practicing his RPOs. He just, 
anyway the bris was just like yeah so at our friend Gaffy's son's bris like we're talking about this every episode now but whatever the the moyle complimented him on having an enormous penis so (laughs) so ezra for tani because tani lost a naming bet to ezra uh you Mm -hmm. could take over and uh he's named after this four-month-old penis yeah the best name is dr bunsen young yeah is that a right. star, the Pokemon? Yeah, that's his. Oh, he also doesn't have a logo. Okay, so shout out. Let's just do shout out to not having logos. Uh, shout out Gavi. Um, yeah, yes. Last year he was uh, Patrick Omastar Mahomes, or what was it? Patrick Mahomastar. Yeah, Patrick yeah, yeah. Mahomastar. Yeah, it sounds like too much like Homestar Runner to me. Um, all right, so Tiny Tim Patrick. That's a logo, but it's just it's a bad name, and it's a listen. Just crop out this this border. Um. Daniel Wesley has never had a logo by the looks of it. Um, no, again, he's never had one. He's had the Gakko, same purple helmet. Gakko's just, uh, you got to edit those backgrounds out. Um, Jason did a good job. I did a good job. Ezra did a good job. And yeah, Jesse's, at least Gavi's is something. Like Jesse's is just this name from last year, which with the, uh, that's what he gets. So shout out Jesse. I mean, none of them are, none of them are as bad as Tani's, which is uh, empirically the worst. <laughs> um, but looking at Jesse's team, I think he, the lesson learned is Jesse's team is as good as Najee Harris's. I think at the end of the year, at the end of the day, I think everyone else is pretty steadily what they are. I think Jalen Hurts has proven that he's steadily what he is. Um, his wide receivers have proven like Debo Samuel. That's right. You can speak to this, but he hasn't been a good year. Um, but I think everyone yeah. kind of is what they I mean, are. Debo, except... Debo, Debo Samuel's Debo leading the NFL in receiving yards. Yeah, I got Debo. Got him for a dollar. Oh, I like. Oh, this that's team. beautiful. Yeah, I like this team. Yeah, no, you could you could you could make a strong argument that this team has some really really excellent players. Eight, Aaron I Jones. Think, I think they're very Debo solid Sam, players. Debo I think Samuel. they have Gabbert Nerney of players. Like they're just they're very solid. D- DJ, no, no, DJ Moore has been DJ Moore, Debo Samuel have been two of the best wide receivers in the NFL so far. And DJ Moore Aaron is Jones 100 yards so at halftime so far. So you know, oh, wow. got that. Yeah, no, he's been he's been great this year. Debo has been great. Aaron Jones has been great. But like, how much are you really going to trust the team that has two starting players on the Chicago Bears offense? Hey, Bears are from the Chicago is scary. Team. Ask Kevin. <laughs> oh, you got to run from the Bears, as Joey said. Yeah, Kevin, they are. I moved out in 2006, and they are still just like so high and mighty about how good the 85 Bears are. I don't know if it's still that way, um, but they love they love their Bears. They love their Bears. God yeah. bless them. You know. You... You know, you know who should go live in a city where people care about championship teams from a long time ago, but haven't backed it up for a while. Tani. <laughs> oh, I mean, he is he is from Boston. <laughs> there are no Tampa Bay as uh, sports cities go. Um, but you know, hurt so good. I like that he went from Zach Ertz so good to Jalen Hurts so good so seamlessly. Uh, so shout out, shout out Philadelphia for that. Um, you have anything else to say about these two teams? Like Atani's team is just plainly not worth talking about at this point. Yeah, um, I mean, I just, I just think that I think that Desi is going to have a really, really high number of points scored this year and not make the playoffs as he does every year. As per Except for last year when he made the finals. As per tradition. Okay, so now we're talking about um, Jason versus Lieb. Jason went up sixty points from his game last week, um, which really all just I think hinges on. He's lucky that Antonio Brown's probably not going to play for COVID this year, uh, this week, maybe other things this year. Um, but I think what Najee Harris is to Jesse, the Buccaneers are to Jason, because he needs Gronk and Mike Evans to keep putting up these 20-point weeks. 
Yeah, I mean, Jason also clearly led the league in, in touchdown points this week, right? I mean, he had he had like 60 touchdown points. Um, I didn't check, but certainly possible. I can check right now. He had 14, 20, uh, 32. Uh, yeah, he had he had forty he had forty four touchdown points. Um, quite high. But Kevin, what do you think about Jason's team? One on the left. Yeah. Eh, it's. I don't know why he started Jamal Williams. I understand it's a flex, but there were no better options on the waiver wire. Uh, he has Saquon. That's worth that's worth pointing out. Um. I, and he has Odell. I would say average, maybe average, maybe. Yeah, I would say average. And then he was against uh, Mark, who obviously has the Hawken stud. So he's gonna he's gonna win everything. He's got the Hawken stud, best player in football, frankly. Uh, I don't like this team. Ooh. Eh, actually, uh, actually, wait. On second thought, no, I think I do like this team. Ah, I would major, say major comeback for, for Lee. <laughs> the A <ain't> A Kevin. <laughs> oh yeah, this team looks looks like a lot of depth. Wow, this is insane. Oh yeah, he's um, he is leading. He had forty points on the bench. Uh, uh, forty. Yeah. He, he is forty points minus his optimal. His optimal points forty points above his week one score, forty two above his week two score. Uh, uh, leads the league if you just count their optimal lineup. He beats Ezra in optimal points by one. I just have a question. Why do you guys think Tani is so bad this year? Has he just lost it? Does he not care? He had the second best loss of all time. We don't actually. <laughs> um, but no, obviously he's lost it. He's yeah, impotent. we do. No, he no, needs no, one no. of those penis no, pumps. No, 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 no. No, no, don't. There's no. I'm not getting any rational explanations for this. It's all karma, right? <laughs> like, here's what here's what happened. Okay, Tani won the league, undefeated, rubbed it in all of our faces, still rubs in all of our faces. Finished last. He's gonna finish last again. He's gonna keep having karma until someone takes the bad karma away from him by like making fun of someone's wife for being barren or something like that. <laughs> Ezra, would you approve of if Tani becomes Sacco, uh, severe Sacco punishment? I think I think we should get tackled by Khalil Mack. I think I made that clear. <laughs> um, I think we'd have to go all the way to Skila, Sarefa, Hanek Baharik, and we have to pick one of those. Hypothetical <laughs> uh, question. Would we actually commit Sarefa on Tani? I mean, he's already got a burning bush. <laughs> oh I mean, Tani, Tani. Tani has lit himself on fire infinitely more times than anyone else in the league. He does it literally every wedding he goes to. I'm not sure I get that. He cracks an empty egg. No, you've never seen his fire thing at the wedding? At wedding? No. no. Tani's, Tani's one of the classic put oil on a hat and light the hat on fire people. I don't recall. Goes to show how memorable Tani's performances are, like his immemorable uh, fantasy am I the only one who's seen, Am I the only one who's seen this? Okay. Frankly, might be the only person that's seen Tani. Are we sure Tani exists? That's our next agenda point. Just the one, one last hypothetical. If I get kicked out of my league, can I join yours? You're not cum. You're just fuffle. I'm, I'm not cum. You're right. Could you yeah. marry in? I got to be on my best behaviors. So they don't kick me out. That's why I'm thinking this year. <laughs> I mean, listen. If there's if there's if there's anyone if there's anyone in this pod who could rectify a lack of calm, it's Kevin Rychek. <laughs> rectify a lack of what? Uh, Kevin's a legend. Of next calm. game. Next game is the Adler update. The Golden Taters Adler update. Um, this is a weak matchup. Let's see what we got. So what am yeah. I talking? What am I talking? Does, Ke- does Kevin know the Adlers? 
Does Kevin know the Adlers? Yeah, I know. know uh, he knows the We went. Fun fact: We went to a soccer okay. game together. DC and- United. Yeah. Yeah. I really regret never going to a Maryland soccer game. Ezra, do you know what they do at Maryland soccer games? They f- um, find out the goalie's mother's phone number and they shout it out. It's, oh, it's yeah. a lot of fun. It's about a Cornell hockey games. They shout at the opposing goalie. Lots of inappropriate things too. About it, about his girlfriend being barren. They do that. I heard. <laughs> yeah, I heard they asked Kevin Reichick's WhatsApp group for advice on what to shout at the opposing goalies. You could just ask any five towner. Also, fun fact: Maryland's Maryland's goalie from when we were there is now the USA national team starting goalie. It's pretty cool. Yeah, which makes him 225th best goalie in the world. Uh, Zach Steffen, here we go. Which is still pretty good, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, so Kevin, so there there's this family. Okay, mm-hmm. they're known as the Adlers. Okay, mm-hmm. they have three brothers. Okay, um, they, they have make- a father who shares the. Si- who shares the same PhD thesis as Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. Who won't right? respond to my email. Yeah. Oh, oh, do you want to hear a good Kent Milbeth? Jason, J- this is a good Jason Carden line. So I, I don't know if you, I don't know when the last time either of you participated in a Hoshana circle on, uh, on, uh, on Sukkot, right? I know Joey has better things to do with his time and Kevin was probably in the hospital. Um, but, um, but one of the, one of the big problems that, um, you have with Hoshana circles um, is that it gets stuck and people can't actually move. It's all just, it's all stagnating. People are just standing in a line. They can't that's, that's the problem with any circle. line. Now, You're just describing the phenomenon now, of one, traffic. <laughs> now, one would expect, one would expect that if the Gabai of a minion has a PhD in civil engineering with a focus on traffic patterns, that that particular Gabai would be able to structure the minion in a way to make sure that the Hoshana circle would work. This is a point that Jason Carden had, but alas, I think we need to revoke Jeff Adler's PhD thesis. I've had, I've had the same theory about the intersection of Arcola and Lamberton because it is four reds for a solid minute. It is four reds. And like, yeah, they're two blocks yeah. away from Jeff Adler. I mean, there's a different reason. There's a different reason for that, and it has to do with a particular event that happened a number of years ago. But oh, that's fair. Okay. Um, yeah. Moving, moving forward. All right. So, Kevin, this is the Adler. Anyway, we got. Oh, you're still talking. Yeah. Yeah. The Adlers. The Adlers are historically the worst. Can, can you just provide some stats for Kevin? Do you have any like keyed up stats that you could provide Kevin about how historically terrible the Adlers um, are? Like, let me. So for, I, I have one. I have one for the first. Up. For the first six years of when we were a Yahoo League, the Adler brothers had not won a single playoff game. And there's three of them. And there's three of them. And six there's teams make the playoffs they're, every they're year. They're 30% of the league. They're 30% of the league. And they never won it. They did not win a single playoff game. Um, relegate one of them. <laughs> <laughs> we should. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Miley listen, finally kicked out like, his first member last year for being horrible. They replaced him with someone good, so it's bad for me. But is, is there a minor league in win. which to relegate? <laughs> oh, they just kicked him out, uh, out, out of the league. Tony being, uh, Kevin being afraid to, okay, here we go. What was your queued up status, Rose? Just playoff thing? Oh, I was going, I, I have another stat. I was going to say, oh, so Kevin, so there's three Adlers, okay. right? They're they're thirty percent of the league, okay. How many times 
have all three Adler brothers made the playoffs in the same season of the of the nine years of the league? Well, how and much is any combination? I'm gonna say zero. Yeah, but how many times have two of them made the playoffs? I'm gonna say one. Yeah, I, yeah, only one. Was it last year? Didn't they make it the last? <laughs> yeah, I think the last, last two years because the dean's on a playoff streak. So I don't. I think he was the only one to make it two years ago from the Adler brothers. No, two years ago, Gavi lost to Tanya Championship. Oh, Gavi made the finals. So maybe it is two times. Maybe it's two times out of nine. That, I think that we might have had, had two of the three brothers. I think we might have had three make it even. I feel like in a lot of leagues, though, there are certain tiers. Like my league, there's... Yeah, look, in 2019, Adin, Yakov, and Gavi all made it. In 2019? Yeah. Oh, oh was, that the fir- was that the first year that ever happened? Yeah, I could look at... um, Let's see. Uh, let's just look at how many playoff games each person has. This is this is quite the visual podcast we're having right now. This is like moments of silence as we all watch <laughs> for L- LS non-Oracle spreadsheet to, to navigate. Oh, this is fantastic that you do this for your league. My league needs someone like this to dig into he all this. He doesn't do it for he doesn't do it for the league. He does it for himself. Yeah, it's fun. So it's good that <laughs> you're good at fantasy. If you did all this work and weren't good, it'd just be it'd be a shame. All right, so this is number of playoff games. So last year, Adin finally classed Elon. <laughs> and keep in mind, I've been in the league one or two. So Elon replaced Joey Rubenstein, and I replaced Elon. I can't imagine Joey playing fantasy football. Oh, wait, no. When my, our sophomore year in Maryland, I think Joey played fantasy football. Yeah, that was the year he was in Kofufu. Okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe I convinced him to draft the muscle hamster. I'm not positive. Um, yeah, so if you add me the muscle Elon, so my franchise, if you add me and Elon, we're leading the league in playoff games. Um, it should be noted. Oh, same but, with me. I have one of those. I have one of those. That's like the only graph I have, and I'm the league historian, so I have that one. I could hook you up with some. I could hook you up with our stats. Yeah. If you're, if, you're, if you're interested, so, so we, could spend a, we could spend a couple hours making this for you guys. It wouldn't take, it wouldn't take a crazy amount of time, because I already did like most of the work. Um, yeah, so... Uh, the bottom three of the bottom four playoff games appearances are the Adler brothers. Every league, there's like a you know a tier system. My league, there's three top managers, three bottom managers, and four kind of in the middle. So I assume your league has the same thing. Like Joey Ellis, Ezra are like the top. Maybe Carl. Oh, Ezra, look at you getting uh, kind of being the top. Tony would be at the bottom with the Adler okay. brothers, and I don't remember anyone else. And then yeah, I, I mean, listen, I'm. I'm I'm very consistent. I have tied for the most semifinal appearances of. I think I have the most. We have the yeah I've tied for the most semifinal appearances. I think of every of anyone. And this is no, you don't. I've made I've made yeah, three cha- I've, I've made three championship games and Tani's made three. Tani's. I've also made three championship made four? games. I've just lost all three of them. I've just lost all three of them. Um, yeah. So <laughs> from 2014 to 2018, though the Adlers combined made four playoff games <laughs> not one they've made four playoff games i thought there isn't there another member of your league that made the finals last year that never does anything you're telling me yeah, he's better than the he has uh, three playoff yeah. games as yeah. of 2018 and as of this year um he's made four oh but yes 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 actually he has a, he has a, he has a very me, specific um... strategy he has a very specific strategy, Jesse. So Jesse does not care about football. He does not know anything about football. He literally could not care less about football. But last year, he pioneered a new strategy, which got him all the way to the finals. And the strategy was, during the auction, 
he just bid up every single player that Tani wanted and just won wow. every player that Tani wanted from Tani. And he ended up making the finals and Tani finished last. And he just <laughs> beat Tani this week. So you I can really tell me how his strategies go. <laughs> All right. So Adin, he kind of has to start Zeke, Antonio Gibson, and Mark Andrews. But like they have not been performing well. And he does have Kyler. But the fact that he has to start those guys gives him the most points on the bench uh, in the year. Because, I mean, he had that big Melvin Gordon run. Like, who's he really starting here? But they are outperforming his starters. Melvin Gordon, Rondale Moore. So, Kevin, what do you think about the Adler brothers? Uh, so, Kyler, you know. I, this team this team actually, team on the left doesn't look that bad. I mean, Zeke is. He is 2-0. Oh. He's 2-0, yeah, okay. oh, but like seventh in the league in points. Okay, team on the right. Team on the right also doesn't look that bad. Well, I'm against them this week, so hopefully they, uh. That's going to keep McCaffrey out there, I mean, son. I mean, I mean, Yakov's team, the team on the right is like the ultimate, like Yakov's team is the yeah. ultimate stars. In the and it just happened like, like two of the third, two third, because he has three guys. Yeah. He has Antonio Brown, Tyreek Hill, and McCaffrey. Then everything no, else is AJ trash. Brown. AJ Brown. Oh, right, right. He has AJ, AJ Brown, Brown, Tyreek Hill, and Christian McCaffrey. It's just so natural for Yakov to have Antonio yeah. Brown. And it just so happened that AJ Brown, Tyreek Hill combined for like 10 points last week. So normally I feel like two out of three, I mean, McCaffrey's always going to hit. And then, Either AJ Brown or Tyree Killer both are gonna um, hit. Like the fact that they both dudded last week is very uncommon, and I just need that to keep happening. Like yeah, I, he, I, I had Aaron Jones have... dud against me and then Alvin Kamara dud against me, so I just need McCaffrey to dud against me this week, and that'd be beautiful. But he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna have like at least four players who are getting single-digit points every single week, right? Yeah. Like I mean, his healing is, his healing is only so high because like Tyler Higby one out of every five weeks is having double-digit points. Starting a San Francisco running back is not a strategy to win any game consistently. Right, and if he right? didn't spend $30 and on Elijah Mitchell, like, who's his running back? Like, then he has to start one of these guys. He'll start Chenault, Ayuk, Callaway. Like, he's just in dire straits if he didn't get Elijah Mitchell. And if Elijah Mitchell turns out hurt or once he loses his job again, like, he's, yeah, he's definitely in trouble. Um but, yeah, I mean, I I predicted I predicted before the beginning of the year that there were going to be nine running backs for the San Francisco 49ers who received carries this season, uh, and I'm well on the way to being yeah. correct about if, that. If Mostert didn't get hurt, first of all, he would just if Mostert didn't get hurt, he'd just be my keeper all the time. But uh, I'd be in such good shape this year if he didn't get hurt. All right, Ezra, you had the biggest round of the year. You won by 60. Um, LCQ for the future. When will you lose? When will this game lose its crown on biggest round of the year? Um, probably next time I play an Adler. <laughs> and listen, we're talking to you. Are you going to run a perfect game? Are you going to run the Hillman? Um, I mean, listen, I think that, um, one has to be very cautious when they talk about potentially going undefeated. Um, but um, I think everybody in the league wants me to, just so they don't have to listen to fucking Tani talk about how he's the best season in some football history. So I think that with everyone behind me, yeah, yeah, you know, maybe I could go undefeated, you know? I, I don't like Edmonds or Shepard at all, but looks pretty good. And we're half PPR, so Shepard just gets a lot of value there. And this is obviously on the right. We already talked about yeah. this one also, right? No, no, I don't think I've seen this one. No. Well, I mean, you probably you probably avert your eyes from that one. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't doesn't look that good this one. Yeah, and he sort of got lucky that he was able to keep James Robinson for a dollar because uh, we drafted after uh, Travis Etienne got hurt. Pretty I good. mean, you you are right. He is 
you're right. He is very lucky because having someone who averages eight points a game is above average for a team like God is. Well, he got it for a dollar. So he still got to draft other people. And then we'll wrap it up. Um, we'll wrap up the episode with me versus Daniel. Acharon, Acharon, Chaviv. Daniel, who shout at, said he was too busy to pod tonight. We have a long list of people that said they're too busy tonight. So shout at them all. Give them the you eyes of pink award. You know uh, how many emails I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to like send after this, after this pod. And like Kevin is literally going to be fixing people's penises at 4 a.m. tomorrow morning. But he, he it is, it, it's only nine o'clock, o'clock for him, not 10 o'clock tomorrow. tomorrow. So for oh, yeah. Yo. Good job. Adult circumcision. Oh, bad Shabbos, bad Shabbos. All right, so we had a shout out to Sara Imeno and her barrenness. So now shout out to Avraham Avino and his adult circumcision. <laughs> so my, my parting words, uh, do you remember the name of that girl that Tani hooked up with that day? Yeah, but I'm not going to say on the pod. I told you her middle oh. name is Shoshana. Nope. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got oh, and her it. last name, her last name is related to your profession. Um. Oh yes! Oh okay, yes! Okay, okay, but don't but don't say it. But don't say it. Not gonna uh, say it. All right, <laughs> uh, fine. So I'll wrap it up. This is my team on the left, Kevin. I'm two and zero, oh, but like I I gotten away with a couple. I need I, I definitely need Josh Allen and Ridley. To yeah, turn you up. have a lot of overperforming guys like Cooks, Mixon. Jamar I don't think Cooks Tate. is overperforming, especially if Tyrod Taylor comes back next week. I benched him this week. I have him too. I mean, I'm I'm rooting for him, um, but. You don't really have any stars. Oh, yeah, Ridley. Ridley. I have, Kel- Josh, I have Josh Allen. I have oh, Ridley. Kelsey. I have Kelsey. And I have Mixon. Who oh, I think so you do. Okay, so you do. Yeah, your team is pretty. And, and, and Justin Tucker. Oh, no, and Justin Tucker and Ramsey. Didn't you spend like, like five bucks on him or something? No, I spent $2 on him. Okay. Okay. Oh, and I do it a million times. I'm really, this 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 hurt. I lost Judy and Mostert. I would, I would love my team if I had Judy. All right, and Patrick, that means it shows you no fantasy. I have him as well. It's a good, uh, good acquisition. <laughs> Tim Patrick is he's sort of a meme in our league because Adina Adler is obsessed with Tim Patrick. And what do you think about this team on the right? I, I got really lucky that Dak and Kamara did poorly against me. This team looks, uh, but like Cooper Cup also just uh went in for yeah. I, I think, I think, I actually I like think this Cooper team. Cup is for real. I think Cooper Cup is for real. I think Cooper Cup's going to be a top five wide receiver this entire season. Yeah, I mean now now the because, offense changed. Now that's I mean now that Stafford, it's you know it takes a QB change to really boost the wide receiver. So yeah, it really could be. But even Brandon Cooks with Davis Mills because he's the only player on their team. So it's true. Uh, like ten minutes left in the third quarter, he already has eight and a half points. He has sixty yards, four catches, just because like how many targets does this say? How many targets? Well, no, whatever. Looks like McC- looks like McCaffrey's injured, so that's good for you. Ooh. No way. Oh, it will not return. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Live on the podcast. Is Yaakov losing his mind in the yeah. Slack? Before we sign off, Ezra, um, I have my proposition for our side bet. Okay, right, let's go. So we've been escalating every year, right? Yeah. I mean, and you I'll still s- owe me an essay, but we don't talk about it. We won't talk about that. <laughs> I, I knew for a second I made that bet. I wasn't going to write that essay. That's not our bet. Like, our bet is the, 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 the like, apology. First, we did the apology letter, then the speech, then yeah. the song. Yeah. Um, so, um, my, uh, proposal for this year is a play. Like, I like it more realistically a skit, like, but you definitely get extra points. If it has multiple actors or you must, at the very least you have to it, play multiple can, parts. Can it, can it, can it be a play? And can we, you don't have to do it exactly like this, but can we say that it should be modeled in the style of the 
high school or middle school Navi play that featured Joey Rubenstein as a king. <laughs> that play, that ugh. I wish that like Berman Hero Academy was well known enough for things to become widespread memes because there are so many memes in that 30 second video. <laughs> Like three that, memes: the JS meme, the, the Raskass meme, meme, and the Joey Rubenstein meme. All three in a thirty-second video. And honestly, like Yelnagar sign is a, uh, sort of a meme, also. That that video has everything. I think. I think that that I agree. I think play slash skit. I think should try to should try to recreate the um, tone and memeability of the uh of the middle school nubby play where joe rubenstein is king unless you have a fast and furious franchise you can't make a meme on purpose you know you, uh, memes memes are naturally occurring um so like case okay, sarah sarah you know whatever will be ob but um a play that's our bet we're not playing for a while unfortunately usually we're playing the first month of the season because i feel like it's usually well, like, there's like a 50 there's close to a 50% chance we would play in the first month of the season. <laughs> yeah, but this year, we are not playing for a while. When are, when's the, when are we first playing? I am not playing you until... Oh, week five. Oh, in like... Wait, in is like that three. me? Yeah, that's me. Okay, nice. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that's everything. You got anything else to add? Oh, I, thought, I thought you were, like, signing off or something. I was like, I don't know. Do you do fancy sign-offs now? I don't know. I should do a fancy sign-off. Until we meet again. Yeah, you should do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not a fancy sign off. <laughs> what's a fancy <laughs> sign off? What's 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 your? I, get, like, I feel like it's in the tone of like good job, it's in Brahim Ayin to like Hatzlacha Rabba. May you all be inscribed no, in the I'm book of life. Like, I'm thinking something like here's looking at you, kid, or something like that. Like you know, like some sort of uh, happy, uh, catchy sign off. Frankly, that's right. Don't the give kids a damn. Talking for fifty years. There we go. Now we're talking. Oh, but this is also something <laughs> I have on the agenda. You see, like, you know the thing on the website where it says, do you want to buy the jersey of your best player this week? Yeah. Do you think Yahoo has sold a single jersey from that? <laughs> yes, 100%. You forget how many rich 12-year-olds play fantasy. Yeah, it's like... um, like, like, here, like, here's the thing. When I was 12... I did not have my own computer and a copy of my parents' credit card, right? Or like, a, or my own one of my parents' credit cards. But there are a lot of 12-year-olds these days with rich parents who get whatever the hell they want, who have credit cards, phones, and computers, and not necessarily the self-control to prevent themselves from buying a jersey from their best fantasy player when Yahoo recommends it to them. Yeah, I was talking to, <laughs> I was talking to some seven-year-old over Sukkos who says that... Um, he just decided to become a Niners fan because he liked someone really random, like not even a quarterback, like Trent, Trent Williams, not even like an all Fred, pro, just, just literally Fred, not I, Fred Warner. No, it was just some guy. And he's like, and now he, the only team he, he despises the chiefs because the chiefs beat the Niners in the Super Bowl, And like, he just roots for everybody, but the chiefs. So yeah. He's, uh, kids. Okay. Then he's not a if he's not a real Niners fan. If he's a real if he's a real Niners fan, he despises the Seahawks. Yeah. All right. Yeah, um, yeah, for the worst. Yeah. So. Except for Russell Wilson. So long, partner. To quote Woody from Toy Story Three, I just looked up famous last lines. <laughs> it was beauty that killed the beast, King Kong. 
I have, I have, I actually have, I have a, I have a great last line for you. I have a great ending line. Okay. Fuck I get to live the it. rest of my life like a schnook. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I had well set up for the drama. I mean, you're cutting this whole part anyway, so it doesn't really matter. No, no, this is it. This is in, buddy. <laughs> Who's gonna listen to this? Oh. I'm not even gonna listen to this. No, no, no. All right, we ending. You're gonna. Yeah, let's do it. You can always depend on the kindness of strangers. That's not even on here. Damn. All right. Later. Yeah.